It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. It's a fast lane here on 101 ESPN. Alexa Dat from Bally Sports Midwest joining me, Jamie Rivers, here in the fast lane with Andrew Marsh working the dials. But we go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And I do say celebrity line. We've got Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic joining us today. JR, how we doing? Doing awesome, Jamie. Alexa, how you guys doing? We're good, buddy. Okay, so a couple of things yep. here. How about your your initial thoughts on the Nick Letty deal? Yeah, you know what's interesting is when these things break and uh, you need to jump on your laptop and and write the initial breaking news, so on and so forth, you're just not able to read what's being said about the trade on social media from the fans. So it takes a good hour to kind of get everything uh, out there at the athletic and and all your kind of thoughts on the deal. And then, you know, I've been hit from a lot of people saying, people don't like this trade. People don't like this trade. And so I'm finally just able to get to social media a few minutes ago and see what people are saying. But I see that the the reaction, guys, has been kind of negative. And, you know, I I can see that side of it. You know, Nick Letty, 31 years old, you know, perhaps not the best defenseman out there. Can he play with Colton Preco? I think that's a huge question mark. But I'm trying to look at this deal from a, a couple steps back. And the way I see it, it tells me that they didn't believe that Oscar Sundquist was, A, going to get back to 100% health. He's got one more year left on his deal. Are you going to be comfortable re-signing him at that point? And they weren't willing to give up the, the big-name prospects and the first-round pick to acquire uh, one of those top defensemen. So, to me, the deal on the surface, you lose a fan favorite in Oscar Sundquist, Jamie. But to me, you're, you're upgrading somewhat defensively at the expense of a second-round pick. Jared, what does it tell you, though, as far as a, I don't know, I hate to use the word message, but I'm going to use it anyways. What's the message you think from Doug Armstrong to his team and the fan base about just acquiring, you know, a, a top four defenseman, but again, not the uh, not under the bright lights. It's not the Jacob Chikrin, the Provorov, the Giordano. They're not acquiring any of those guys. They're acquiring Nick Letty, who I think is going to be a great addition for the Blues. But what's the message you think from Doug Armstrong? Yeah, I think that uh, if you're a fan and you look at it that way, you definitely I understand it. And I think if you're you're looking at today's date, March 21st, and you say he didn't go out and get a top defenseman, I get it. But I try to look at it in terms of what's going to happen this summer. How much cap space are they going to have? You know, can he get a different type of deal in the offseason that he couldn't get leading into today? So you can judge it today and say not a great trade, or you can judge it come the draft and say he just got Chikrin for let's just say uh, a first round pick or, you know, maybe there's some sort of combination of, of, uh, of, of a prospect like a Jake neighbors or a Zach Bolduke. Maybe he doesn't have to give up those guys to make the trade. And so I think that you have to look at this, like Doug Armstrong said, he'd like to be a willing participant at the trade deadline, at free agency, at the draft, but you just can't get involved in everything. So I think he's looking at the big picture. If this team is decent the rest of this year in the playoffs, and then they really take that next step in the offseason because he didn't pull the trigger today, you know, then you know who's better off for it? I think the Blues could be. JR, now that the trade deadline has come and gone, I think fans really are curious as to how close Doug Armstrong potentially was to making another deal. So in terms of what you have heard, I know we've heard involved in Sherrod and Lindholm at least in the conversation, but how close would you say there was to another deal besides Nick Letty being made as far as Doug Armstrong's team before the deadline? Yeah, Alex, I think that they were heavily involved in the Sherratt talks with Montreal. 
Uh, but we saw what that package was. It was a first, a fourth. It was a very quality prospect uh, going to Florida. And so that's where Doug Armstrong was just speaking towards. He didn't want to give up Jake Neighbors. He didn't want to give up Zach Bolduc. There were some other names that were asked about. And he also made this comment, which I thought was really interesting, guys. He said, we didn't think that some of these defensemen that were available were worthy of a first-round pick. And I think he's speaking to Ben Sherratt there. I thought that was really illuminating that not only did they not want to give up the first-round pick, they didn't think he was worth it. And that was kind of the talk around the league. But yet Florida, they're really gunning for it. We've seen that with the rest of his – with their moves that they felt they didn't uh, mind giving up that first-round pick. So that was telling to me. I think they were also in on Lindholm, at least exploring, talking to the Anaheim Ducks about getting him. He goes to Boston. He signs an eight-year deal. Would Doug Armstrong have been willing to give out another eight-year deal to one of these players about 28 years old? You know, that could be questionable. So I think they were in on a lot but just weren't willing to give up that big package. JR, before the season started, uh, Big Daddy Vladdy had requested a trade out of St. Louis and wasn't very happy at all. He's played great for the St. Louis Blues. Unfortunately, he's dealing with a little bit of an illness right now, but overall he's played very well for the Blues. Um, at any point, did you feel like Army was kicking tires about moving Vladimir Tarasenko? Not to my knowledge, Jamie, and he was asked that today. And uh, he said, you know what, the Vladdy talk kind of cooled off shortly after it broke last summer. Uh, obviously, Vladdy, as you said, has been a terrific player for the Blues this season. I didn't think he was really going anywhere the past couple months. He's been too valuable for this team. You know, where could you find a trade where you could get a player back in return that would help you as much as Vladimir Tarasenko is? And this kind of ties into what I was saying a minute ago. Let's say that they get to the offseason and they decide to part ways with one year left on his contract. Now that frees up $7.5 million on that final year of his deal, and it could allow Doug Armstrong to go out and get that top defenseman to play with Colton Pareko. So while things might not be favorable today, you look at this deal, you're upset if you're a Blues fan. They could be this summer if things change with the Tarasenko situation. I don't think that'll be addressed until the draft or beyond. JR, one more from me about the rumor mill, because you know rumors are flying all over the place. In, ter- in terms of Jordan Bennington, was there ever actual real traction of Jordan Bennington being traded out of St. Louis? Here's what I think about that, uh, Alexa, and uh, Doug Armstrong was asked that today. He was talking about all the reports that come out nationally, and he thinks that you know some people are just putting that stuff out there to get clicks. He was asked about Jordan Bennington rumors specifically, and he said, refer to my previous answer about people just looking uh, for clicks. I do believe, though, that there probably was some validity to teams, A, calling and asking the Blues, perhaps a Toronto, and Doug probably putting out some feelers. Look, he's not doing his job if he's not calling out there exploring every avenue to either move a contract or free up cap space. So I think if push came to shove, the answer is probably yes, that they did have uh, some sort of discussion, who knows to what level, about Jordan Bennington. But the bottom line is I don't think it ever, ever got serious. All right, JR, last one I got for you here. And we kind of we crossed this bridge earlier on in the show. Uh, but I want to get your opinion on it. In your opinion, can, the, can this Blues team, as it sits right now, contend for a Stanley Cup? I think it's going to be tough. I, I like the team. I certainly like the forward group. You know, if Billy Huso, he's he slipped a little bit here lately, but if he can be as good as he was a month ago, and if he's the guy that they uh, tab uh, heading into the postseason, you know, I think they can be a team that plays a competitive first round, maybe wins a first round. Uh, if they can get, you know, much stronger play out of their defense, maybe they get to the second round. But to me, the questions about the intensity with the group, you know, not playing a full 60 
all the questions that we've said all year about needing a number one defenseman, uh, I'm sorry, a top pair defenseman to play with Colton Preko, that question still remains after the trade uh, for Nick Letty. And then uh, you don't know about that goaltending situation. So to me, can they contend for a Stanley Cup? I think a lot of things would have to go right. And not only that, guys, but I'm sure you saw the rest of the moves around the league. Minnesota loaded up. Marc-Andre Fleury got some physicality on that fourth line. Colorado already a great team, did some different things. You know, the West has a couple really good teams who did stuff at the deadline. They're gunning for it this year. And we're not even talking about the East. So I think there are some really stronger teams out there and I just don't see the Blues on the same page with them. Great stuff, JR, man. Really appreciate uh, all your insight, as always. And uh, you got uh, listeners, get out there. The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford, subscribe today. He's got great stuff on the Blues. Always really, really interesting. So please go sign up today. JR, man, love you, brother. Thanks for coming on today. All right, thanks. I think I'll be in the studio with you guys tomorrow, so we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, all right, buddy. Looking go. forward to it, man. Thanks, JR. All right. Yep.